grab your junk mail, grab your notebook and a pen or pencil. Write down one eight and then write down what the words are that go with that number. Pick out key words on here. Pick out key words, pick key concepts, write them down. It doesn't matter if you have to copy what you see on the junk mail onto your piece of paper. That's fine because when you do it over time, you'll get better at it. You'll get better at looking at the word meals, perhaps, and where you can look at it on the junk mail, hold it in your head for a moment, and then write it down on your notebook. Then take that word and turn it into a sentence. Welcome to the Listen for Life podcast with Genevieve Richardson. Genevieve is a speech-language pathologist rehabilitating adults with communication challenges after a stroke or due to a neurological impairment. Get equipped with knowledge from experts in the field and professionals you need to know. We'll hear stories and experiences from others who are navigating life with aphasia. So, put your earphones in and take a walk outside. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community, a resource, and a support system. We're in this together. Do life. So today, we are talking about how to make junk therapeutic. So last week I talked about neuroplasticity and in that talk on Instagram, I referred to how you can use your junk drawer in your house and make it therapeutic. And so I wanted to take that a step further today. But before that, let's talk about neuroplasticity. Is that a word you had heard before? Is it a concept you're familiar with? Have you worked with a therapist that talks about neuroplasticity? So where we are going today is functional therapy you can do in your home. The junk drawer, I know you have one. I, I could probably name four junk drawers that I have in the house, all in different places. So last week, let's review. Take your junk drawer out in the kitchen. I know you have one, maybe you have two there. Sort the items, literally pull the, take out the drawer if you can, set it on a flat surface, take out all of the items in there and sort it by function. Maybe you've got pens, pencils, I'm thinking, I'm visual, I meant to pull it out, but I didn't today. Rubber bands, paper clips. I have probably three pairs of spare glasses sitting in my junk drawer. Pull all those things out and sort them. How can you do it? Sorry, I got distracted. I'm reading the comments. Sort items by type. Name the objects. Say it out loud. Count the objects. How many pens do you have? How many pencils do you have? Take a moment, wipe out the drawer, and then as you go to reload the drawer, count the items back in. It sounds simple, it sounds simplistic, but look at how you can take a practical task and make it therapeutic. Then I encourage you to get a piece of paper, a notepad, a scrap piece of paper, the back of a receipt, it doesn't matter. Again, this is about being active in your therapy 
and not letting things like having the perfect piece of paper get in your way of doing something therapeutic. Now on that, we'll say the back of the receipt from Trader Joe's, grab a pen. And it doesn't matter if you're using your dominant hand or your non-dominant hand. Do your best to write out single words. Name those items that are in that junk drawer. Use the contents for your inspiration for the words. If you cannot write, that's not an excuse. I'm sorry, it's not an excuse. If you want your brain to heal, you have to work it. You've got to work it every way you can. Use the texting feature on your phone. Text the words to somebody in text messages. Go into the notes app on your phone. If you can only text with one thumb, do it. It doesn't matter as long as you do it. That is what is important. You are challenging your brain to lay down new neural pathways by doing repetition, and thinking about your language. Once you get some words written down or texted or type them on the computer, again, it doesn't matter how you do it. Oh, and if you don't have a proper pen and you only have a crayon, use the crayon. We are not about perfection, we are about doing. Good is good enough. Once you have some words, turn them into a sentence. Keep it simple. If it's a pen, say, I have a pen. The pen is blue. I have a red pen. It doesn't matter the sentence as long as you are thinking in a sentence. Of course, if your aphasia is such that you are speaking in sentences and this is very easy, well, then you need to challenge yourself to do something more than sentence level work. You need to write a story you need to write a couple of sentences and or get creative with your vocabulary. Where there's a will, there is a way to make everyday items therapeutic. Okay, so the theme of this show is utilizing your junk for therapy. I had a better title than that. Making junk therapeutic. So here's activity number two. The first one was the junk drawer, which we covered last week, and I just wanted to expand a little more about it today. So I saved my junk from yesterday. I literally went and pulled it out of the recycling trash today. I received an advertisement for an alarm company. I received a postcard for an upcoming speech pathology conference. I got a coupon 20% off at the shoe store. Woohoo! I should probably open it and look at that. And then my kid, who's a senior and applying for college, is getting probably a dozen postcards every week for college. You know, like, ooh, consider us for your college. And then I had an envelope with supposedly curated offers just for me. So on here, I don't even know what this is. Hello, Fresh. I'm gonna grab this piece of junk mail that says HelloFresh. HelloFresh is getting a little extra free advertising today. How can you use junk mail? Number one, why don't you read aloud the headlines? You know, maybe grab the larger print font and read it. If you are good and can read the smaller font, 
Do that too. Read it out loud if you can. Let's say you can't read it out loud. Pick out the numbers. I see right here we have 18, 18 free meals. What often happens with aphasia is there's trouble processing numbers because this is yet a, a visual representation system of the concept of a number, 18. So we can write 18, you know, as one eight, but there's also a word that goes with it. 18, E-I-G-H-T-E-E-N, if I said that right, you could, again, on the back of a receipt, scrap piece of paper. Better yet, grab a notebook and make this a daily therapeutic activity. Grab your junk mail, grab your notebook and a pen or pencil. Write down one eight and then write down what the words are that go with that number. Pick out key words on here. Pick out key words, key concepts, write them down. It doesn't matter if you have to copy what you see on the junk mail onto your piece of paper. That's fine because when you do it over time, you'll get better at it. You'll get better at looking at the word meals, perhaps, and where you can look at it on the junk mail, hold it in your head for a moment, and then write it down on your notebook. Then take that word and turn it into a sentence. I need to plan my next meal. Or what meal is this? Whatever. Write down the types of meals there are. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, pre-breakfast, pre-dinner, appetizers. I mean, you can use any word and make it therapeutic. If I took the word fall, right? Fall has different meanings. We have the time of year, to fall down, those kinds of things. What if you took the word fall and you wrote down the two different definitions for fall? I fell down, use it in a sentence or explain it. Come up with a list of vocabulary words. Boy, HelloFresh is, let's move on to, ooh, no, not them. Let's see, I'm, I'm sorting through my mail. Okay, let's look at couches. I've never heard of the company that's listed right here. That is a compound word, right? It, it's two individual words put together to make its own meaning. That is a compound word. What if you broke out that compound word? What if you wrote joy and then you wrote bird? And what if you made a sentence about it? Or what if you thought about joy and you thought of other words that make you think about joy? Happy, sad being the opposite. Why not do word games? So I don't want to beat this horse because I can do that. But I wanted to give you some ideas on how we can make junk therapeutic, whether that is your junk drawer or your junk mail. If you want, if you would like some more information about how you can make junk therapeutic, I would like you to send me a DM. In this DM, say junk. And as a gift to you, I will send you a little PDF with a video that talks about the different ways you can make your junk drawers and your junk mail therapeutic. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Couple of other things. Next week on the live show, 
you get to meet Dana Lastman. Dana is a Medicare insurance agent. Right now, we are just on the cusp of the Medicare annual enrollment period. Why does that matter? Because if you make the wrong choice with your Medicare, and I'm talking about original Medicare, it can have catastrophic consequences in your finances. And that's what Dana's gonna talk to us about. So she's gonna educate us about Medicare and the annual enrollment period and what that means and what you need to think about if you are thinking about getting off of original Medicare, considering another kind of insurance, whatever the case may be. We are here to give you information and empower you to make the decisions about your insurance, especially if you are a Medicare, original Medicare participant. So next week on the live show, I will come on to Instagram right at the top at 11 and point you guys to my Facebook and my YouTube channels where you can watch that interview live. Come with your questions. That's the beauty of, and that's why I do the live show on those other platforms. I can get your questions and interview her and we can talk and we can discuss, come up with some questions. Did you get something in the mail already about this open enrollment period? Do you know what it means? Do you know about the drug program? Do you know about, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff. We will let Dana educate you. I will ask all the questions I can, but I need your help too to submit questions. You can DM me questions. You can email hello at dolifespeechpathology.com. If you've got Medicare questions now, concerns, worries, anything, send them to me. I will give those to Dana before we do the interview and we will take all the time that we need to answer your questions. I can only guess what your questions are. I'm not an original Medicare recipient at this time, but I wanna help you. So next week on the live show, Dana Lastman answering your questions about original Medicare open enrollment period. For those of you not on Medicare, but you may be getting closer to Medicare age, this is an episode you're going to want to listen to. I interviewed Dana a year ago and we had such a good response from the community about the information she provided. So that's why we're doing it again. Join us next week. And before I go, listen for life aphasia podcast. The website is live. If you log on, listenforlifeaphasiapodcast.com, you'll be asked to input your first name and your email address. And that's just so I know who is there because inside that website, I am putting great content, content from the episodes. We are up to episode 58, I think this week. Woohoo! Pat on, pat on my back. 58 episodes, with great content that's going to be searchable as I have handouts for those episodes. Again, I'm, I'm kind of, there's three of us behind the scenes 
working hard to bring you this content. The website is close to being done, but it's not quite there yet. So be kind in your comments, but we are making this interactive so you can get the information you want at the time that you want it. Listen for life aphasiapodcast.com. Interested in learning more about what we can do to help your communication, whether it's for you, the person with aphasia, or if you care for a person with aphasia, schedule a free discovery call with me. Let's talk about it. We'll talk on the phone. We'll hear your goals and I'll understand better about where you are and we can make a custom action plan just for you. Maybe you don't want to do direct therapy. Maybe you'd rather do something like get education or be part of a community where you're actively getting information and support and problem solving with professionals like myself and people that are in the trenches that can help you. The Listen for Life. No, I'm calling it wrong. Wrong name. Life Aphasia Academy Community is coming soon. That is another one of those big things that I'm working on behind the scenes. That's it. I got to go. Peace out, everybody. Have a wonderful Thursday. And wherever you are, take care of yourself. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen for Life podcast. We hope you feel empowered and supported. Head over to listenforlifepodcast.com to see the show notes with links and information from today's episode. Do you have a topic, a resource to share, or a guest recommendation? Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know in the comments section. Wishing you a fabulous week.